Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Oh, yes, you know what time it is, baby. From the Rocky Mountains of Utah down to the panhandle of Florida, this is 100 Proof Football coming at you with a special edition this week. Man, my boy Adam Pope, he got his team merch on, got his fresh haircut. They're looking good. You 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 feeling as good as you looking, Adam? Talk to me, baby. I'm feeling pretty fly right now. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I've been excited about this week. Yeah. I mean, things are going on. I mean, it is time to get pumped. I'm feeling it. All right, Let's baby. Let's go. I like the hype. Bringing the hype. Bringing the energy today, man. Down with it, dude. Uh, we already got a chat. What's up to the chat tonight, y'all? By the way, we are live every episode on YouTube. Uh, with the full chat, com- uh, going back and forth with uh, the viewers hanging out with us on YouTube. You can also find us on your social media favorites on Instagram and Twitter at 100ProofFB. You can also old school email us at info, excuse me, contact at 100ProofFootball.com. And we're here every week on YouTube at 100ProofFootball. What's up to the chat? Jay Mills, JLP, baby. JLP, we in Wyoming, don't worry. Jay Mills talking about get to catch you guys live he worked oh his work schedule never lines up man but uh he's here with us right now hey we're coming at you live on a friday man it's a different day uh we usually come on wednesdays and tuesdays but uh, my boy adam is gonna be on vacation next week man gonna be up in boston man all you all you boston boys man come find him he's handing out t-shirts giving out monies and reach around man y'all just come find him on the street <laughs> say the cold word and uh, you'll know Hunter Proof has... I buy beers. I buy beers. That's where it stops. <laughs> Hunter Proof has serviced you right. That's right, man. Hey, last week was a good episode. We had a good time talking about... We did our Big Ten preview, but the the news had broke about conference expansion. And, uh, you know, the week before, so we had to touch on that subject. Talked about the Big Ten taking on Southern Cal and UCLA... And a, and a big boy, ballsy move, man. And so this week, when we continue and therefore conclude our college football segment of the offseason with our SEC preview, we also thought we'd go a little deeper dive into conference expansion. What we think should happen slash will happen juxtaposed with a game of old school risk, man, when we're going to put our conference commissioner hats on and actually have a board and try to draw our lines, draw our territories, mark our territories old school-wise, 
and see what would be best uh, trying to war game this conference expansion in real time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dude. We called each other out after that episode. We were like, dude, we mentioned risk. We, we should try to do something like that. So hopefully it turns out well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look like we got some Michigan State fans in the in the chat. Go Green, go Lions. All right, what's up, Michigan? We love uh, uh you know, we from the Rocky Mountains down to the Panhandle of Florida and everywhere in between. Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch wants to know what we drinking, baby. I done got me a, a daiquiri from the liquor store, man. What's you on tonight, Adam? I got uh my co-host favorite beer, Yingling. Mm. So that is my favorite uh, I'll beer. I'll be uh, drinking. All those tonight. You're always thinking of me, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Hampton Inn said Spartans will rule the Big Ten. Uh, had he tuned in last week, maybe you did, or maybe you are commenting, uh, you know, after the fact. I did have, I think I had Sparty uh, going second in their division, but not first. But I think I was higher than my co-host. But, yeah, Sparty, yeah. always a contend- con- uh, annual contender. And the big ten up there, man. Just enough to make a little bit of noise, but never bring it home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, they got to get the troops in first, man. Hey, when you got Nick Saban, you can't hold on to him. That tells me something. They'll be all right. Mel Tucker. All right, all right. Well, we're going to start this week, man, with conference expansion right not a lot of news in the football world this week you know we all heard about baker mayfield last week we talked about that at length deshaun watson speculations so back to conference expansion there was there's been rumors everywhere mm-hmm. sec talking to clemson florida state blah, blah 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 no big tens talking to miami and whoever else and you can't believe any of it you can't believe any of it because as soon as somebody there was a big big to do i think it was yesterday on the Twitter sphere, man. And this guy, I'm not even going to give him a shout out because he's not reputable, but from Swim Swam or something is his, is his publications, a swim magazine talking about, oh, Clemson, Florida State, and Virginia, and everybody's in talks with the SEC. Like nobody in the actual college football world would have heard about it, but Swim Swam's got it. You know what I'm saying? Swim yeah, Swam. He's trying to get his uh, name out there and get some yeah. clicks. And well, we ain't gonna we'll do the hundred proof mafia like that, man. We're not doing the hundred proofers like that out there, yeah. man. We're gonna bring it to you like it is. Now we're both deep in the boards. We talk recruiting. We we all have connections in the southeast, and the main thing as far as these ACC teams is a grant of rights. Now th- these teams locked up till twenty, I believe it's twenty thirty four technically in contractual obligations uh, that yeah, if they leave, they have to pay uh, yeah. like, or it might be 36. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. They, they, they're going to owe like 600 million to leave mm-hmm. something crazy like that. Now our, our conference would have to offset that, help them out with that. Uh, that. You know, they take it on the chin for the first few years, but they get the ability to be in the new, what we are calling the super tier league. Right. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a, is it a new – some people say it's a new minor league for the NFL. I don't even call it that. If a high school player can sign with the Miami Hurricanes and never thrown a down and make as much money as Joe Burrow's making right now, that's a pro league. That's a yeah, pro I mean, league. Yeah. I mean, you see all these people at XFL 
what is the other one? Uh, USF. What is it? Uh, USFL. USFL. You see these other people. They know that there's enough demand and and uh, uh, for college football or just football in general out there. But the problem with these upstart new pro leagues is if they can have all the money in the world backing them, they ain't got no fan base. They have to invent wow. a team, a logo, colors, say, hey, we're in your city. You should care about us. But nobody does, man, because football's been just college and pro in this country forever, right? Well, they, if they had money, they could get – I mean, again, I don't care, but let's say if they had money, they could have a Cam Newton. They can have a Colin Kaepernick. They can have some of these names <laughs> out there. Well, I'm just saying. Hey, like, Colin hey, Kaepernick, man, come on. Well, I'm just I'm saying, like, hey, I, we could pay you 15, 17 million. He'd be like, oh, hell yeah, you know? Yeah. And you could get maybe backups and stuff that, like, dude, I'm tired of being, you know, a third string or a walk on somewhere else, like, just get traded. I could be a starter here and get paid seven, eight million instead of the 12 million, but at least I'm playing the game I love. But so I don't know. They're getting paid like thirty or forty thousand, like the whole season. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> crazy. Big yeah, that's not going to work. That's not, especially yeah. in today's college football model. What's up, Donut Shalaski in the chat says no better semi-pro league than the NCAA, baby. Look, I know we're about to get into what we think's going to happen because I, you know, not to get too far down the rabbit hole, but I think we're going to the Big Ten, what is currently the Big Ten, and currently the SEC forming their own. Pro league, right? It's pro, right? Yeah. So it'll be apart from basketball, baseball, any of the other sports, just for football, pro league. So when you're doing that, let me ask you this. Do you waive eligibility requirements or some of them? You know what I'm saying? What happens to some of these players? They're getting paid. That becomes their career. I mean, I think you can't be in college for 20 there. years and shit. You know, Tom Brady can't still be going to, you know what I mean, basket weaving <laughs> class and shit. You know what I'm saying? On campus, like my head. What's up, hottest? You know what I'm saying? Trying to hang out with the the ten, the, 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 the 18 and 20-year-olds. But uh, I could see there being a lax, you know what I'm saying? A lax on redshirting, how many years of eligibility. Maybe you can play longer. I could see a lot of things down this rabbit hole that maybe we're not foreseeing yet. Oh, yeah. There, there's definitely a, a few things, and they could correct a few things. Let's say the NIL deals. Uh, mm. Throw throw something out like, hey, you could do an NIL, but, you know, for since it's a pro league and maybe, uh, let's say, like the sponsors or the boosters, you can't give NILs until that recruit's been on campus for – X period of time, at least one year, you know? And then that way you have two years of that player at least committing to that school. Well, you heard saying, you heard what A&M uh, rumored to have done with their... Uh, uh, lying? <laughs> with their NILs, that it was, contra- it was basically a contract. Like, you don't get all this yeah. money up front. You got to play every year and you get this money. Like, if yeah. you don't play, you don't get... Enough, they have, like, private contracts apparently rumored... To be the case. What's up to Marshawn Lentz in the chat? Tell well, me. I don't want uh, Jimbo coming through the screen, like punching me and <laughs> cursing me out. Dude, I'm <laughs> I'm in the minority camp. You know I'm a big Jimbo Fisher fan. Uh wish he was still coaching my nose, but that's neither here nor there. 
But now it's time to get into a little bit of the fun part, man. This rabbit hole of super conferences and what it could mean for the future of football in this country. Not just college football, but football in this country. Uh, it's on the horizon, man. Football, Kurt Herbstreet said it the other day. The football you, you grew up to know and love, the college football is not going to exist anymore, man. And I believe it. I believe it. But it could be yeah. a cool model. It could be a cool model. So we're going to go first with what Adam Pope says the SEC should do when they add teams to expand. And I put your uh, I put your picks up on the board there, man, your, your full screen with your SEC expansion teams. Starting with Clemson, talk to me. All right, so, I mean, I think really it starts with Clemson. Uh, and, and with SEC and throughout tonight, you'll probably understand, like, exactly my mental outlook on everything is SEC is all about – tradition it's all about tailgates uh it's all about the fraternity sorority still dressing up for games and like having a good social that is what the sec is that's why they got missouri right well i mean (laughs) missouri probably likes to party (laughs) but um so it all starts with like a team like clemson it just makes so much sense uh, FSU right next in line. I don't know why you took my list away. It's back. Why? why you... uh, this whole delay thing. Uh, and then Miami. Miami makes sense for the SEC just because they need that market. They got the swag. They got the NFL talent. And, I mean, again, you can drive from Florida to Miami, FSU to Miami, a quick flight from anywhere to get to Miami. They're going to have the NFL talent. Uh, so that makes sense. And then it goes back to the tradition. Uh, North Carolina, NC State, Duke. Let's get that basketball rivalry, like people that just hate each other, Tobacco Road, NC State, Compaca Stadium. And then uh, go out a little bit west, Baylor, Oklahoma State. Mm. Give somebody – that can compete with Texas, Oklahoma, and Missouri in that little conference division around there and build that out. But, I mean, these are great schools. They're good at almost every single sport. Uh, and then their education is really good. So, I mean, it just makes really good sense for the SEC. I, I see where you're going with some of the logic. Shout out to Jay Mills in the chat. Somebody popped off the top of a, a, some blue mountains, man, cracking it open if the mountains are blue. I'm with you, baby. And he says, a new league makes a lot more sense of the schools that are building their facilities out that rival some NFL facilities. I mean, shit. In college football, you've had stadiums way bigger than NFL for a long and time. Like Better facilities. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, this could, in some ways, in some ways, this has potential to usurp the NFL, yo. And viewership. Yeah money and all that kind of stuff. They've got to figure out how to not lose their players after four years and just be a real pro league, I guess. I don't know. Um, but so much potential. I'm putting your your teams back up there because I want to comment on them real quick. Yeah. So the thing I'm looking, your first three teams, yes, You if you're going by tradition and you're going by, uh, you know, clout, alumni, fan base, you know, asses in the seats, dollars on the TV screen. Those are three great teams. 
but they don't add anything to the SEC market right now, which is why, in my opinion, clearly, they haven't gotten those teams already. They could have been had them teams. Mm-hmm. But they went Missouri and shit, you know, and A&M's ass, which, you know, you got to love how they came out talking about they wanted their own, own identity away from Texas. Yeah. And that lasted, what, five, ten years, something like that. But <laughs> other than that, uh, you went to North Carolina – and you got a new market there. And then you got three teams in that same market. Duke brings nothing football-wise. I mean, if you want to look at basketball, if you think the league will still be associated with their other sports, that makes a little more sense. But then you also went Baylor, Oklahoma State, and, ta- and, and uh, states you already have. And I just don't feel it, man. I don't feel it as much. Nothing wrong with that. I get why that. It seems like it'd be weird for a team like Oklahoma State to not have – uh, a, a place to land, but you know, how big is your audience in Norman, Oklahoma, anyway? You know what I'm saying? You're gonna take one of your spots up just to get, you know, uh, Oklahoma City. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want better rivals that will pack the stadiums. Hey, this is our year. You know, Oklahoma might be down, Oklahoma State's licking their chops just to get revenge. And, I mean, you're going to have to have that. That's what makes college football. I agree, but if there's a new league, it's going to be whatever. You're going to have to just buckle up and play what, what you have now. Uh, there's going to be teams left off. Let me let me uh, not bloviate too much. Let me throw my ACC teams up there, okay? All, All right. right. Let's start with mine. So, I got you on the North Carolina and NC State, so they have a natural rival. I don't think the Dukes and Wake Forests are big enough program stadium-wise commitment dollar-wise to football to be in this conference. I mean, North NC State or North Carolina probably isn't either, but at least it's a new market. Same with Virginia, mm-hmm. Virginia Tech. I got both of those in the SEC. Uh, gives them a, another southern state, south of the Mason-Dixon line. I mean, Virginia Stadium still holds, what, 70,000 people. Virginia Tech, 68 probably. You know, and, and, you know, the lower half of the SEC, but still SEC quality. I did go with you to pick up Oklahoma State, though, to give – Texas and Oklahoma arrival closer to them to play. I don't think Baylor moves the needle enough, though, uh, ratings-wise, to to add them. So then I added Arizona State, go down to the Phoenix market, get you some, uh, you know, that's a big television market. Arizona State's a, a school with some tradition. Uh, my man, Herm Edwards, dude, uh, running running uh, the the Sun Devils. Right now, I love when, when he was hired and, and somebody said, go Devils. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, we don't say that around here. Yeah, Not realizing yeah. his own when mascot was, was, hired the, here. <laughs> was the Sun Devils. I thought that was hilarious, boy. Uh, but going back, then I got West Virginia, man. It's a new state. It's not a big market, but it's also south of the Mason-Dixon line. I think the mm-hmm. one thing we both have in common of our uh, SEC teams is they are all still southern teams. They might, is that really south of the Mason? It Dixon is. Line? They might not be southeastern, but it's southern. Uh, yeah, well, West Virginia okay. is, matter of fact, south of the Mason Dixon line. And then I throw in Louisville. It's it's the last team was really hard for me to come up with for the SEC, and I could see it being maybe one of these teams I have in the Pac-12. But I gave them Louisville. It's a you know they got the Adidas money. Um, they already have a a, a lock down on Kentucky, the state of Kentucky mm-hmm. with UK, but it gives them another natural rival and a, a Southern yep. state, a good enough program that you would think uh, 
Would make sense, man. What What do you think? You got some beef with my with my picks for the Southeastern Conference besides the obvious omissions of. Actually, I, I really like Virginia, Virginia Tech. Uh, I do not like Arizona State. Mm. I know it's a good market, mm-hmm. and but I, I understand where you're coming from as far as, hey, you got uh, the Tempe, Santa Fe, Flagstaff, all the, like the Arizona market there. Um, but, I mean, I really don't know how big that market is with college football. I mean – it's Pac-12. I mean, it's kind of been ingrained. I love the Louisville pick because you have the natural enemy with Kentucky. Uh, they beautiful stadium. They can. They're already recruiting. They're good at all three major sports. So I mean, that that makes sense. I'm look. Well, see, I'm seeing a little bit of philosophical disconnect between you and I because you and I, and God bless you. You're what I like to think about. You're talking about yeah, I know the rivalries, the traditions, and all that. And you're saying money talks, and I'm saying <laughs> money talks is about to be a new uh-huh. league. Maybe people in Arizona and a big ass market like that. You're presenting a new product to people. This is not yep. your daddy's. This ain't your uncle's college football. You know what I'm saying? This ain't your college football from five years ago, like or today. This will not look this way. So you are presenting a new gift wrapped package. To new markets, and then if you're doing that, you're talking about, hey, this is a new pro league, not semi. This is a new pro league, using universities as the starting point. Then you are give, then you want to go to the biggest audiences as you can to present this new gift wrap package. That's true. So yeah. that's why I think Arizona State makes sense to back me up because they're they're a little far out west. I mean, they SEC keeps going further west, but yeah. uh, you know, it, it was. Uh, it made sense to it me is. as a strategic money move because which conference is going to be making the most money per team when this is all said and done? We, we'll, we'll address that in a given yeah. minute. Let's go in, but that's a good move for the SEC to add that uh, that that dollar amount. We're going to go to your Big Ten expansion teams, some uh, familiar faces and likely likely uh, candidates. Starting with Notre Dame. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we both probably see this. It's the natural fit. I mean, I, I can see SEC going after Notre Dame. Uh, but it's just so natural for the Notre Dame to go to Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. They already play USC. Um, they already have rivalries with uh, Michigan. Yeah. Uh, and that's also why I went with Boston College up there. Uh, Notre Dame's like, hey, give us Boston College so we don't have to lose that rivalry. And we'll go Michigan, USC, and Boston College rivalry or Stanford, you know. Uh, so, I mean, they still can play those teams, and that could be at the selling point for Notre Dame. Then you got Oregon, Washington. I mean, hell, those are going to be tremendous markets. Uh, you're talking about the Seattle. Um, when you Seattle's actually a really good uh, market in Oregon. Those two states, they love sports uh, from Portland and all that. Even the soccer, they those, they sell out. Um, so, God, you keep going away. I hate this delay, man. <laughs> Dude, don't worry, man. To, you you yeah. got to have your own list. 
Well, I do have my own list, but I'm I'm reading it off the screen. Gotcha. Uh, but then um, so but you you got different markets. So as far as again going west coast markets, east coast, up north, uh, and then I I, I mean Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Pittsburgh from the ACC. You got like it's still a northern like. I guess I went with more like local you're going to have to have teams that play somewhat close together not you can't keep traveling these teams across country even the nfl doesn't do that sure i mean so. if, if they make making 115 million dollars a school maybe they can man i don't know yeah i guess so but i mean but and i understand this is just football but what happens when the volleyball team if this is going to happen amid like a Wednesday game and you're going from UCLA all the way to Rutgers yeah. in the middle of the week, the, you know? So, and so this and then is the, the next and, week it's yeah. And, and it muddies the waters a little bit because we are, are kind of going off our own parameters on what we think this league will look like. Mm-hmm. I think this will be football only. I don't think, yeah, I think eventually it'll be football. I mean, if you get a team like Florida state and sec, sure. They'll have a side arrangement for their other sports. But it will be, it won't be connected to this. It won't be attached to this. This will be its own football entity, pro league, I think, because these people are getting paid, and uh, it's going to be a shitload of teams. It's going to be bigger than the NFL's thirty-two teams. We're talking about forty-eight. Yeah, I mean, come on, man, this is going to be a pro ass league, dude. But I'll throw your big ten back up there. You got Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, and then with Boston College on there. Is that because you're on vacation mode, man? You trying to go make some friends up there this week? Let them know you you gave them a shout out and put them in the Big Ten. Tell me about Boston College. I mean, I like Boston College, but I mean, it's a good market. I mean, you got the Boston market. I mean, you got the Northeast. You're gonna have to have teams like that. You can't just have like, like, like you're saying where I kind of went real close neighborhood wise to get that formidable opponent like the arch nemesis you know mm-hmm. like the alabama Auburn. but you're also going to have to get the markets and i mean but boston college makes sense i mean pittsburgh is i mean you can take a bus down there virginia virginia tech it's not that far of a shot you know from boston college so i mean that just makes sense to me i, I don't understand like i don't know that's right i mean i mean i i get it i don't you know uh, I'm not hating on it. I'm just, just you know, getting you to tell me why you, you're picking what you're picking. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I don't know if the, the Boston market, the, aside from their mashed taters not being as good as KFCs, it was all right. But I don't know if, if them people watching Boston College football, man, over Patriots or the Red Sox or Celtics, I don't even know where that – it's been a thing as an ACC guy. Like, yeah, the ACC went after the Boston market to get that team, but they don't give a rat's ass, man. Once again, you're presenting a new package. Maybe they start to care a little bit more with uh, this being a new pro league. But So in that way, I, I give you kudos of being more forward-thinking than me in, in some ways because maybe I wouldn't have uh, thought that. Uh, bringing up my Big Ten, I think the first and foremost, like you, we both drank to that. Cheers, sir. Notre Dame belongs in the Big Ten. It doesn't even make no sense. Enough talk. I think 
here's where we differ. And here's where we'll talk about it a little bit more when we play Risk. I think the Big Ten is in the catbird seat, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, they have already displayed a willingness to go nationwide and not just let me grow state by state in my own region. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, yeah. we expand, but it also was adjacent to a state we're already at. Like, that is said, we're going nationwide with this California stuff. If you're doing that, you got to go get these Southern teams, man. You got to go take it to stick it to the SEC in their own territory. You know that the Big Ten right now is making $10 more million per school than the SEC. As much as the SEC gets the hype, winning all the championships, got ESPN pumping them out all day long, the Big Ten right now is making $10 million more per school. Now that it's added the L.A. market, yeah, SEC added uh, – Texas, Texas, and Texas is huge, but yeah. what's happening in yeah. Norman? What kind of market is that? I don't know. Uh, so I think it behooves, and I think they know this. They have to know this. They need to go get Florida State, Clemson, Miami, Georgia Tech. Just get those four. You get Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. You get two of the three biggest schools in the state of Florida that op- that arguably have the most historic uh, pull and draw is Florida State, Miami. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you know, Clemson's not as big of a market, but, I mean, SEC already has South Carolina, so get the actual school that competes and wins championships in that state. And then Georgia Tech, hey, who says what they can be? They won a national championship in 1990. That was 10 years more recent than the University of Georgia before they just won theirs. So there was a not a time not long ago. a split ago. championship. Hey, hey. <laughs> as an Alabama fan, you know all about those. So, uh, so – there was a time not that long ago, man, when Georgia Tech meant something in college football. And you give them this kind of money, this kind of national notoriety, uh, they could mean it again, man. And then the clear thing you do after that is you go give nas- uh, natural rivals and opponents to Southern Cal and, and uh, UCLA who just joined you. You throw Oregon and Washington in there. Um, and then my coup de grace, if I am – the Big Ten as I'm throwing Utah in there, man. Just won the Pac-12, Salt Lake Market, one of the biggest, one of the fastest growing markets in the country by population and viewership. Their fans show up. They're into it. Uh, and not, nothing the Utah fans would like more than to stick it to BYU to be in the new league. Uh, you know, there's rumors of trying to get in pro football teams, pro baseball teams in this area. So it's the market that's growing. And this is not, this is a deal for not the next five or 10 years. This is a 25, 30 year deal uh, that we're looking at. And Salt Lake is going to be big. It's going to be booming, man. And I give me the Utes as the eighth team in to the new big 10. What you think, man? Pick it I apart. Can go Tell me where I'm wrong. Okay. I was going to say, like, I, I think Georgia Tech, and it makes a lot of sense, the Atlanta market, whatever. Uh, and, I mean, honestly, to travel into Atlanta and go to Georgia Tech, it's a very quick trip for East Coast teams. Um, I will say you, I, I would take Georgia Tech off of it. Mm, because like, I, would give, I, would, I would give the West Coast teams one more team. That way they could be in their bubble. Like you play these teams. So 
Washington, Oregon, Utah. We're going off your list. And now we need one more team. And that team should be like maybe an Arizona State. That way you have six teams because these two divisions are probably going to branch off. And now you have a West Coast, like an East Coast. <laughs> Wait. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Do you have a merch site? Yo! What? Yo! Dude, I lost my headphones, everything, man. Man, you're excited. Our boy, Jay Mills, baby. What? Just came through $69 donation. Did the replay <laughs> on there. $69 donation, oh, that's hot. man. That's hot. Do you have a merch I gotta, site? I gotta get this boy a shirt or something. <laughs> Dude, the biggest donation we've ever had. Biggest yeah. single donation, the new stream, King Ding Ling. It's Jay Mills, and you see his name on the ticker right there at $69. Oh, man, you know we got to spend the drink with. I know you were probably talking about something important, but... No, not, not as important as that. No, yeah, I already knew that. So, dude, Jay Mills, much love out there, dude. Much love, man. This is a guy that must have been tuning in last one? year. He must he must have heard some of our parlays from last year. Had a little money left over. We made him some money last year, man. He kept with a three-team parlay. Hey, Jay Mills, well. we drinking to you, baby. <laughs> drinking to you, sir. Oh, man. Mm. I think that was just a, that was just a, a toast. Now we got to actually yeah, just spin the damn wheel. Hold on. Here we go. I know I got it somewhere on here. I'll learn. I'll learn how to use this one day. All right, here we go. Spinning the wheel, baby. J Mills making us drink. Dude, shout out, man. Oh, uh, he's gonna drink with us too. Oh, he got a chat drink, man. If you're in the chat, you got the drink tonight, man. You got the drink in the chat, but we're gonna do. We're gonna. He gets extra spins, man. We're giving him three spins, three spins for donating so much. He already man. said he was gonna drink with us. Yeah, so that was a chat drink, man. Everybody in the chat drinks. Another one. Another one. Here we go. All right, we got Is a chug. So I got a daiquiri. Okay. I got a chug. All right, chug so I'm gonna here. do the cheers, Jason. Cheers. And do the chat. All right, chat and chug. Now the chug. Woo! About to get brain freeze, baby. I told him I'd get one more spin for him. I hope he don't get another chug, because then I'm going to be hating. Let's see. Hating and hurting. Oh. All right, we got to go. Oh, shit. I do it. <laughs> oh, big gulp, son. All right. Oh, shit. Dude, all right. I actually have some real bourbon here. Don't worry. Bourbon and Coke. When these daiquiris run out. But I'm going to take my, my big gulp. Oh, big this, gulp, huh? Uh, all right. That was right a here. brand new beer. Hey, here. Shout it's out to you, Jay Mills. For the first $69 donation. I'm going to play it one more one more time so you can see the animation. <laughs> Cheers to you. Oh, that's hot. The animation. That's hot. Do you have a merch site? 
He wants to know Cheers. if we have a merch site, man. Not yet, dude. Well, for you, I'm, I'm going to probably get up with you later, and I'll, I'll get you a shirt or something. Jay Mills, get us on. I, I know you're on you. us with Twitter or Instagram. Once again, Twitter, Instagram, at 100ProofFB. Email us at contact at 100ProofFootball.com. Or you know how to always hit us on YouTube at 100ProofFootball. By the way, if you're watching the video and you're having a good time, hit the thumbs up. Most of all, hit the bell, man. Hit the sub, hit the bell. The bell lets you know every time we go live. We don't usually go live on Friday, man. But we are live tonight. And if you have that bell struck, then, you know, just tickle the bell a little bit. Just get a little tickle. Get a little tickle on the bell. Just like you ladies. Yeah, come on, man. You got to find the bell first, and then you got a little tickle. And then you'll be notified every time we go live and something crazy is happening. You already paid us $69. (laughs) (laughs) Jay Mills, much love. Big shout out. Big shout out to Jay Mills, man. All right, so I was... I was listening to what you were saying. I got distracted. But my main beef with yours is that you have uh, Stanford and no Cal. And you said the same thing just now about my picks, that we should have one more West Coast team in the, in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. But you can't have Stanford and no Cal. That's like having, you know what I'm saying, peanut butter, no jelly. You know what I mean? So that's my only thing. And everybody doesn't get to drink from the teat of the new league, man. So I think these smaller schools – are going to be gone. And I, we talked about it the other day, man. I think there's also a chance that some of these Vanderbilts, some of these Rutgers, some of these Northwesterns, yeah. dude, Tulane used to be part of the SEC, don't forget. <laughs> and they gave in the door, man, said, thanks for hanging out. You gone, man. So you might have some room for some of these other schools coming in later. But, uh, you know, grandfathered in will be the the original – teams of these conferences man so well we did that so that's what we think should happen okay so that's what we think should happen what do you think will happen so we're gonna play a game of super conference risk baby it's coming up man super conference risk we're going to take turns snake draft. It's not exactly a risk for the board game nerds out there. Please forgive me. I don't have any like pieces to shuffle around or dice to roll and all that. But we're going to like do a snake draft version of this and try to... This is the map as it looks today after UCLA and Southern Cal have joined the Big Ten. This is the map as it looks today. So we're going to go and start this game, man. Start a little music. Let's get a little party music going on, man. Hopefully, y'all can hear that so, in the background. It's not too loud. So I'm taking the SEC, and you're taking Big Ten. Yes, and and a, and a okay. predetermined uh, flip uh, coin flip. The Big Ten is going first. So I'm the Big Ten commissioner, and you are the SEC commissioner. So we're putting on our commissioning hats, and we're going to piece by piece, like a chess game make the best conference we can make for each other, for myself, for yourself, Mr. SEC and Mr. Big Ten. So Big Ten's going first. Getting back to the map. Here we go. We playing this game. It's going like this. Well, my first move, you know where I'm going, baby. You know I'm going. Give me Notre Dame. 
Oh, it's an, so obvious. Dude, it is. It, you can't hate, so you can't hate on me for it. It's a, it's a offensive and defensive move at the same time, man. I got the biggest brand out there available. It's territory that I already own, but damn, hell no, SEC ain't coming to get it. So give me Notre Dame with my first pick. What's your thoughts? I mean, it's solid. I mean, it's just like uh, the NFL draft. Most years, you already know kind of like who the number one draft pick is. Mm. There's <laughs> and then that. that. That's the way I, I see it. It's like, you know who it's going to be. Uh, but, I mean, good on you. You, you. you got the coin flip and good job. Well, I will point this out. A little, maybe a little known fact is that, uh, th- and this just came out today. This is, a, this is one of my favorite things that was tweeted today. By Michael Alford, the new AD at Florida State, tweeted the estimated annual value according to uh, Forbes. And as a Fox college football graphic, it has Notre Dame at the eighth most valuable program in the nation at $120 million a year estimated. Texas would be the number one at $147 million. So not a whole lot of room between one and, and eight, but there is some. But big, uh, big get, big get for your boy, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, uh, 120 million is, uh, can go. What? Uh, I don't know. I can't it goes a long way, thing. especially when you add it <laughs> to the balance sheet, man. Well, I was trying to think of uh, divided by 24, and I was like, oh, it's easier the other way if I divided 12 by 24. But anyhow. I digress. All but right, yeah, you are up with it. two picks, brother. All right. Who are you going with so, first? Clemson. Oh! It has to be Clemson. It makes too much sense. I'm already, I am already have South Carolina in-state rivalry. Uh, they are tradition. You know me. I like traditional SEC schools. Uh, they fit in well with the, the SEC. Just makes too much sense. You know, mm. Howard's Rock, everything. I love the tradition. I love the team. I think it's a natural geographic fit and uh, tradition fit when the way they play Georgia and stuff every year. Interesting you went with them first, though. They are now, according to this Forbes Fox College Football graphic, they're the 25th most valuable franchise. I'm dropping money. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, you got another pick on the board. Who you got? All right. I, I, hey, I'm going to steal this one from you. I'm going to go FSU. Oh, man. You said Clemson, FSU are joined at the hip, so they go two and three at the hip. I think I agree to that. I drank to that. Take a drink because they are joined at the hip. That's that's like widely known in the uh, the circles. They will it's be in the, the same conference. The so, yes, Clemson with the more recent success. Florida State valued at the number 14, tied with Oregon, 96 million uh, annual uh, annual revenue valued at. So 14th overall. So you've got the 14th and 25th most valuable teams. Big on you. That's a good move. Yeah. I'm going to counter that. All right. Hold on. Give me a second to think about it. I like this. I have some options. I did, as a Big Ten guy, I was trying to get Florida State. That was important to me. So because I didn't, I'm getting Miami, baby. Oh, look at the state of Florida turning two colors, man. 
I'm going for I got the U. I got the swag. I got crystal ball. The turnover chain is gone, I hear, but I got one of the most storied uh, programs in all of college football. They are not in the yep. top 25, according to this Forbes analysis. I don't know how they do it, but they're not in the top 25. If they win, they will be. You know how it goes. But that was yeah. the last chance to get into the Florida market. The biggest city in Florida is now mine, and uh, I think a lot of folks around the state will want to be tuning in to that game. My next move, you ready? I guess. Boom! I like Miami Going North Carolina on your ass. Just coming on into the SEC territory. Snacking up the Charlotte and basically the entire state of North Carolina viewership beyond Duke fans, but I don't think Duke's going to make it in this conference. Maybe you'll pick him. I don't know. But uh, give me North Carolina. So the Big Ten is the first one in this game to get new territory. And it's we've got two new states with me as commissioner. we got Florida and North Carolina. What say you? How you feel? How uh, you feeling at this point? I mean, through I just laid out what I thought was going to happen, you already took a UNC because I was kind of in line step. So I'm trying to think. Oh, I shook you, huh? You little shook. Yeah. Yeah. My boy you, little you got shook. Because that um, that's probably where I was going to go next just because I'm, I was trying to. So I'm going to go down a step or two. Let me get back to it. Let Baylor. me get back to it. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Right, here we are. Okay. All right. Your next one. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm going to go Baylor. Baylor, and, damn. Yeah. You uh, definitely uh, got me on that UNC. I ain't going to lie. No. That, uh, and then I'm going to go Oklahoma State because now I'm solidifying wow. rivalries. I got Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Missouri. Uh Wow. That is, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to give them their own conference. I think, I don't know. I didn't look at Forbes. So, I, well, yeah, you're you're looking at. To, I'm a purist. Yeah, you're looking at, because these conferences with 24 teams, they're going to have like four divisions in them, right? Yeah. So you're looking at a division of these guys can play each other every year before they have to start traveling. Uh-huh. Which makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. It was a defensive move. Uh, it was a defensive move because you didn't want the Big Ten after we just came into Florida and North Carolina, clearly, coming into Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So you got – see, me as Big Ten commissioner, I'm not worried about Baylor. They don't give me enough eyes on the TV set. And if I do my cards right, the Big Ten network is going to be so big that they're going to have to pick it up anyway in them areas. So I'm not worried about that as much. Oklahoma State, that's a good program. Much more history and tradition. And Big Ten will tune into the SEC to see people actually playing football. Oh, I hear you. It's a little commissioner smack talk. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. So we're going back to Oklahoma State. Oh, it's, it's back on me, right? Yep. So you heard what I'm talking about. You know where I'm going. Boom! Turning Georgia half Big Ten blue, man. I'm getting Georgia Tech now. I'm very well aware that Eight out of ten football fans in the state of Georgia are Bulldog fans and not Jacket fans. 
That doesn't yeah. mean there's not potential for growth. You can't overlook the market. You can't overlook where this is going. So I think Georgia Tech is like a big like takeover move. It's like we didn't even have to be good. They're not on this Forbes list at all. Not even close. But neither were Baylor or Oklahoma State. That was protecting your territory. You made a defensive move. I made an offensive move. I went and got Georgia Tech. From that, here I go next. Boom! I'm going to Oregon. Eugene adding another state and turning it Big Ten blue, man. Get them Ducks. They are the number 14 again. You got Florida State at 96 million. The Ducks are tied with Florida State, according to Forbes, at 96 million a year with nobody winning anything. So... I just added a big player late uh, while also taking over another school, man. How you feeling, man? Are you getting you butt hurt about it? Are you mad at me? I'm just playing the I'm game not, the best I know how to play it, dude. Yeah, you're definitely – we have two different approaches, um, philosophies almost. I mean, because you are money, money, money. Mm. Uh, makes, makes sense. Get different markets. I'm more. I'm trying to keep more of the purest, traditional. Um, so, are you go? Are you commissioning with your head or your heart, bro? Oh, my heart, because I love college football. Me too, man. So, uh, it's definitely a heart thing. Um, you are trying to divide and conquer with some of these markets, and I'm trying to circle the wagons. I'm, yeah, well, one's I'm, offense, I'm one's trying defense. To I guess what's what's all good in college football. <laughs> Some would argue that's that's simply already you're, sales, you're just baby. killing. You're gutting me. You're gutting me. Um, so all right, you're next up. Who you got? I mean, th- this is your Big Ten. Uh, I'm gonna go Virginia. Good move. I should have gone there last because you wouldn't have gone Oregon regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oregon, I think, was safe. Uh, any West Coast out there, yep. I think you're going to be safe. I didn't need to get them until later, but that's fine. You shot your load. Good move. But, I mean, I'm only going Virginia. And, again, I think Virginia, you got to match them up with a uh, rivalry. So, I'm going to go Vitek. Oh! You, you keeping my ass out of there, man. Yeah. Hell no. And play interesting, man. They have tradition. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, they get riled. They get ruckus. I mean, honestly, I'm just going with, I guess, teams I want to see SEC play and teams I would want to go travel well, to. Well, that's not what I'm doing. And I'm trying to beat you as conference commissioner. So we're playing two different games. I'm winning, though. That's nonsense. I'm winning. Yeah. Hey, I love the chat. Talking about Hanton Inns, talking about, you know why they started allowing the college athletes to be paid now, right? Because the SEC has been doing it for years. Just one of the rest of the teams to be at a level field. Wow. Uh, I like that now. No comment. Any big team. No comment. Yeah, any, any big school pays their players. All right, because you just went back-to-back rivals in Virginia, I'm going to, like, see that and take NC State away from you. So you could have you could have taken NC State in that realm, in that moment, and gotten SEC yeah. in North Carolina, but you didn't. Because you knew I would come back and take Virginia Tech. So fine. We'll have our own states. Fine. That's fine. But then I'm going to go up here, way over here, where you're not even looking because you're not a national conference. And boom! 
I'm putting Washington in that motherfucking mix, boy. <laughs> so now we got the whole left coast, half the east coast where college football matters, and then the traditional Big Ten, man. How you feeling at this point, dude? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm thinking of doing, I think if the you know, pretty good, Big Ten I mean, calls me I up, I could commission for him pretty good, man. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, some of these are just obvious. I'm not going to go West Coast. I, there's no way I'm going to hit Oregon and Washington. <laughs> Washington, uh, oh, also on this list, the number 19 school at $92 million a year. Yeah, I mean, Washington is a good fan base uh, coming off the uh Yeah, you were just Pacific. talking Seattle up a minute ago. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, man. It, it's, a good, it's a good little fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that, but I mean, I'm not going to go Oregon and Washington. Um, that makes so sense. So again, it's, you're up. You got two. Oh man, hold on. Let me think. You got limited options now. It's getting there. <laughs> man, this is gonna be wild. You ready? Mm. Lay it on I'm me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back, and I'm gonna keep going back to the well. I'm gonna go Kansas. Oh, Lord, Kansas has. <laughs> Well, at least a different state turned yellow. Another state turned SEC yellow there. Let's go with the same state, K-State. Oh, I mean, Manhattan. Oh, man. Getting that that <laughs> megalopolis Manhattan TV market, baby. Yeah, well, I think, I think I'll be all right. Um, <laughs> I just hope the surrounding areas tune in. Because <laughs> I'm going to need I'm, I'm going to need that viewership. Yes, I know. Hey, he got me on the UNC. He got me on NC State. Wait, I you let NC State go, man. man. I know. I, I let NC State. Georgia Tech, I wouldn't really fight. You really got me with Miami. Uh, that that was a dagger. Um, I wish you'd have picked Oregon. Damn, it sounds like you've given up already. Let me at least go ahead and make my last up. pick before you concede defeat, man. Yeah. Hold on, with my last pick. Last pick in the draft. I'm going... Utah, I want Kansas, baby. Jay Mills. Utah? Utah, yeah, I, I love Jay Mills. Uh, give me shit. He's like, man, give me half of my section nine dollars back. I ain't tipping your ass no more, man. <laughs> Dude, Utah, man, give me everything I just talked about with them growing, just winning the Pac-12. It bridges the gap between the entire conference. The most onus will be on Utah for travel, but that's okay. They're the the, the newest upstart team to the college football landscape. Dude, look at this map. Look at this map. You got a bunch of uh, scarce people that's going to have to travel. I don't know. You're going to have to. Not if you're doing regional teams of of, of pods of four. You got the West Coast. You got the South. And you take the. I thought it was going to have to be pods of six, though. Well, yeah. Excuse me. Pods of six. That's fine. You take the West Coast, which is five teams. You add one in there, you know, like Iowa or somebody. You take the South, which is four teams. You add in Penn State and freaking, I don't know, somebody else lame. And then you take the big, the traditional Big Ten, you split them up. There you go, man. I don't know, man. But hey, I, I, I think that's too much, too much on these kids. No, oh Lord. They ain't kids when they're getting paid, bro. Can I be a kid again and make that money? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I wasn't making that money. Yeah, tell me where to travel. I didn't to. have the talent. <laughs> but I think we're going down to one thing, 
Adam, and we talked about this. You'll see the graphic come up in just a second. We talked about this. It's, it's not really the SEC Big Ten anymore. What is it? It's a ESPN conference it's and uh, ESPN Fox News versus Fox. 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 This is God. what you get, America. Always, yeah. The graphic is up. This is what you get. This is ESPN's new college football territory and Fox Sports' new college football territory, which. Uh, if it goes by this game of risk, man. <laughs> so here you go. This is the money maker right here. Uh, ESPN definitely looks surrounded. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, you have the bigger rabid fan bases overall, but you don't have the television sets, I don't think. I'm going to have championships. People are actually going to tune in to want to see champions play. You got Ohio State and a bunch of people trying to get to Ohio State's level. I got a bunch of teams that are going to be gunning for it every year. And it's going to it's gonna make people tune in. <laughs> J-Mills to my Kansas. Nobody wants Kansas. Hampton Inn says, Hampton Inn says, West Virginia. Nobody, hey, West yeah. Virginia didn't make it in this game of risk, ironically. No. I could have gotten a new state. Well, if you're looking at this map right now. Instead of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at this map right now. Which, who's making more money, man? Fox or ESPN teams? No. Uh, I mean, probably Big Ten right now because you, you got they doing the it already, West Coast man. Market, yeah, I know. You got the whole West Coast market, and you got Miami, you got Georgia Tech, so the Atlanta Miami market. You got the North Carolina market. But I think at the end of the day, I want people that are going to travel, and I think you're overlooking that. No, like, you're not. No. All right, I'm taking this back to full camera now. Okay. All right, cool. I'm glad yeah. this is part of what I want to talk about. Go ahead. So I, I think you're overlooking that you're still going to have half-empty stadiums mm. at some of these. Yeah, I'm not going to have half-empty stadiums. Where? I'm going to have full stadiums. Okay, so if you're Miami, the closest person is George Tech to you. That's the closest. Mm. Good call. I mean, That's a problem, so, huh? And, and, yeah, in Georgia Tech, I mean, hell, you're hoping that they actually have fans. So Miami is separate from everybody else. Don't you want that that Miami Seattle and Miami trip doesn't every even year? travel that well, anyways, <laughs> except for like Tallahassee. I mean, Miami fans are like so. So those are two fan bases. Georgia Tech doesn't travel. Miami doesn't travel. UNC, I don't see their their asses in the stands. They can't even sell out their own stadium. Dude. So yeah, you already got your three out of the top four teams don't even travel. Don't even travel. I mean, so who's going to tune in? Like, all these TV deals you're talking about to see 30,000 people in the stands. Mm. We're going to have 100,000 people in the stands when you get Alabama Clemson going off or, like, FSU I Georgia. think the TV negates a lot of that, man. I think TV negates a lot of that. And let me say, I can tell you from, look, as a Florida State guy, I would love to be in the SEC. I would love to play Georgia, Oliver, and Tennessee. Alabama, all them people that we don't get to play that seem like natural people for us to play. 
But after the way the SEC's kept us down, letting Florida and, and our rivals rack up all this money in these facilities while we over here, while they get Missouri and shit. It would, dude, if the Big Ten, I'm telling you, whoever come, I'm finding out now that we're negotiating with both. We're going to take the best deal that comes. Like, because we are, after Notre Dame, Florida State is the bell of the ball. And I don't think Notre Dame is really an option for the SEC. So between what the two conferences need to fight over, I think Florida State is the bell of the ball. And we we I could take so. – tell me why not. Make a real – not a heart argument. Tell me a, a reasonable argument why not. Uh, FSU struggled with attendance as of the last five, six, seven years. Alabama's decreasing. Florida's decreasing. All these SECs. Yeah. So they're not the only, not the only school. Uh, well, I know. Okay. It, it's, so then go it's ahead. But tell me why well, Florida State's not the brand to get. They, they, they don't make the playoffs. Or they don't even make – sorry – Bowl games. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty bad. short-sighted, man. That's pretty short-sighted. But I'm just saying, Florida State, the only market, school to play in every BCS you, national you championship game. You don't have a game. good market because everything that surrounds FSU has their own market. Tallahassee's not a big market. Now that is something. So the bell of the ball would be a Clemson. Where what kind of market hey, is at that? Least win, at least I win games. What's your city? Pack out my stadium. Hey. What, what is Tallahassee, man? Come on, I live here. But what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> so then they're they're comparable market-wise if you want to look at the small towns. But then you got yeah. Florida State that's been winning over decades. Clemson just has their, like, their moment just right the now. Decade. And, uh, the, I mean, 2013 is the last decade, I think. But uh, By a year, you got me. But the, the one team that <laughs> snapped the SEC streak, man, had the SEC gotten Florida State instead of Missouri, they could have kept their own streak going. It's funny but, like that. Okay. But Clemson is a solid program and a lot better They're position. They're a better football FSU program is. right now, for sure. Be- better position-wise than FSU. Uh, that same Miami, TV money. I don't know why they're better positioned, though. Miami has the market. So if you're going to go anything, I actually get into Miami because it's like, okay, I get the market. Right. Um, and it actually makes sense for the SEC because you actually have teams that are close by. Most of the teams, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, Tennessee, I mean. So, I mean, I, I get the Miami more than FSU. I don't think FSU's the belt of the ball after Notre Dame. Clearly, Notre Dame and our both – or consensus is sure the bell of the ball. I'd agree. All right, well, we'll disagree on that. Going back to chat, Hampton is saying then you stop letting players opt out of playing bowl games so they don't hurt their pro options, no longer playing for the heart of the game. Man, that's, that's part of when college football started dying to me, man. That's why, look, my hope of this whole thing is to revive college into a place that it's never been before because right now it's awful. It's no longer I want to go play for this coach or I want to pl- put this – logo on my helmet and have pride about it. Pay me and maybe I'll do that for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's awful. That's the opposite of what college football has ever been. So any of us true college football fans know that this is the end of college football. But what comes out on the other side of it hopefully is something really cool. And if it's a pro league, then hell no, they can't. They're getting paid. They can't opt out no more of it. They're not trying to opt out to potentially make money in the draft. You're getting paid now. 
Get your yeah. ass out there and, and beat the man lined up across from you. You know what I'm saying? I like how you say that, but then you go out and get all these fruit fruit people that are, that are all about the money. Like, as, as a commissioner, you're all about the money. But, but as, like, head coach or something, you're all, or a fan even, you're like, I just want you to do what you can do, put a hat on a hat, and at the end of the day, the better man. Well, yeah, well that's that's a little bit of apples and oranges, but a little bit. I see what you're trying to what you're trying to make. But yeah, I'm about the money because look, as as a team, as a fan of a team like Florida State, where I see you fall behind in the arms race because a team like Vanderbilt and Kentucky makes twice the money you make a year. Well, that's a little crazy to me when we win a national championship. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a little wild. And so you fall behind when you're trying to entice a recruit. When you can't pay a recruit and you got to say, hey, look at our tradition, look at what we're going to put you up at. And but like every other school, this other conference making twice the money and they got these facilities and Taj Mahal's. It's like, wait a minute, man. So when, you, when you're getting paid to do your job and then you also have the facilities too, it's going to be a level playing field and it's going to get in a way back to where it used to be. So then where do you want to play? Mm. You know, what coach has got your back? What school has got your back? Not who's paying me because I can get this money. If everybody's making money and we got a salary cap, we're going to be, that's the best thing for college football in my opinion. I got Pete. I'm putting you on Adam cam. Talk to him. Just tell me why I'm wrong. I kind of overshot. I probably should have gone West Virginia. That makes more sense. And with Kansas State, you still got the ties with Oklahoma, Texas, Baylor. Actually, he had no. I had Baylor. So Oklahoma State. So that all makes sense. Um, but yeah, West Virginia would have given me a whole new state. Uh, West Virginia, blue and gold. Uh, they actually like couches on fire. That is SEC if I don't know what SEC is. So I probably overstepped on the Kansas, and I probably should have gone West Virginia. I will answer some questions or comments on live chat. Let's see. Kids, hell, they got to go straight to high school to college. <laughs> Yo yo. Um Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I mean, paying these kids, even if they get dinged up and they're getting paid, they've already gotten paid with these NILs. So you don't there's I don't think there's any stipulations right now as far as the NILs with um bowl games or even how much you play so that actually makes good for these kids and but bad for the game hey hampton is that what that... spartans burn couches the best because <laughs> i said that's what i'm missing i probably should have taken west virginia because they burn the couches and apparently apparently hampton ends no spartans burns couches the best I didn't know that about Michigan State. Oh, right, dude! Sorry. All right, all right, man. Hey, mainly, mainly, it's fun to talk about. 
That's always been my favorite thing about college football. It's fun to talk about. Because whether it's August, September, October, or freaking June, it's fun to talk about. There's always next year. There's always what's up and coming, recruiting, all that kind of stuff. So I want everybody to be able to recruit from a halfway level playing field. That would be fun. Um, and, and go from there, man. But last but not least, man, conference expansion, risk, war games. That was fun, man. I'll drink to the conclusion of that. We did it, man. We made our cases. We tried to build the best yeah. conferences we could. Chat, before we go on, y'all let us know where we should have these other schools, where the SEC, who was wrong on their expansion? Who did we miss out on? There are a team that definitely should be in one conference or another. Is there a team that didn't get added, like Cal, that should have been added in some conference? Let us know, chat. Let us know what you think, man. Whether you live or if you're watching this later, put it in the comments and we'll still uh, we'll still respond to you. Don't forget to hit that like, that bell, and that sub if you're watching on YouTube, man. That helps us the best. Uh, it, it keeps the algorithm going. It puts the, the video out to more folks on YouTube, man. So hit the like, especially. And if you hit the bell, you'll always know if we do a pop-up live and go go crazy real quick um, that you won't miss out, dude. So putting up the SEC right now, man. We, we also doing our – we're concluding our college uh, preview edition segment for the offseason, man. The college stuff is over with. This is the last one finishing with the SEC, who has uh, had two teams in a lot of the years in the playoffs. Keeping track with our playoff bid. You gave one to. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. (laughs) I love it, man. I love it. You gave zero to the Big 12. Oh, you're talking about playoffs. Playoff bids. You gave zero to the Big 12. Yeah. Zero to the Big 10. I mean, the, the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. You gave one to the Big 10 last week. And one to the ACC. And one to the ACC last week with Clemson. So you got mm-hmm. Ohio State and Clemson in so far. That means you have two left for yeah. the SEC. By the way, I have Utah. I have Utah and Ohio State in so far. And no ACC. No ACC. So I have two left for the Southeastern Conference as well. So we're going to go with your preview, putting up on the screen. This is what you think will happen in the SEC in 2022, sir. Are we going east or west? We start in west. West, okay. You had Alabama first. As as a Bama fan, it's going to be hard for you to talk about. Yeah, I was going to say, as a fan, uh, <laughs> Alabama, I might be a little long-winded on this, but I'll try to keep it short. Go ahead. But I am actually going to try to be reasonable on this. Alabama last year gave up 41 sacks. Mm. That That's a huge number. Offensive line, we lost probably the number one offensive lineman in all of college, college football last year, too. Named. That gave up 41 sacks. So Named? Neil. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, 150 yards per game for the running backs. 
4.1 yards per carry. The worst running backs since Al- or Saban's been at Alabama. Mm. I mean, that's that's another one. Um, Maybe it's time to draft into your fantasy league, finally. And J-Mo Williams, J-Mo, and Mitchie. I mean, they're gone. And these are good receivers that just, just left for the NFL. In fact, uh, I didn't, see, God damn it. Anyhow, <laughs> don't text when I'm trying to talk. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyhow. Um, then, then, okay, so. You got you, Arkansas second. Got it. Yeah. Why? No, I'm still in Alabama. Oh, oh, never mind. Oh, I'll, Okay. So this is how Alabama wins because a, all of our running backs were injured. Hopefully they have to step up. We got Burton, a, a Georgia transfer. He has to step up. Uh, Earl and all those receivers are going to have to step up, and I think they will. Uh, but this is why we win, our defense. Our defense could be pretty damn sick. Uh, you got Bryce Young. As the Heisman, but I think Will Anderson is the captain of the team, and I think he will be probably the number one pick in the NFL draft next year. Mm. That would be Anderson. Alabama's first ever number one overall pick. Yeah, and I, he he deserves it. He had 17 and a half sacks last year. I think the next closest closest was uh, Aiden Hutchinson with like. 12, 14 or something. Uh, 31 tackles for loss last year. The next closest was uh, the Utah guy, um, the linebacker. That went to the number one. What's his name? Ah, fuck. I don't know. You know him. The Utah linebacker. So, I mean, these are first-round draft picks that he actually outperformed, and he wasn't even draft eligible. He's about Devin Lloyd. Yeah, Devin Lloyd, the second highest tackle for loss last year with like twenty, and I think Will Anderson had thirty-one. Well, that's different positions too. Yeah, I hear you. All right, I mean that makes sense. Hey, you're giving up some some great numbers, man. As far as why uh, he should go ahead of these other people, but I think I'll make a vault bet with you right now. Hundred up, hundred bucks. He's not number one it. overall because it's too strong of a quarterback year. But you got to give me some odds. You got to give me some odds, but yeah, I'll do it. Well, no, I mean you said it. I just said he won't have it. If he... Five to one odds. No, that Hell that's no. that's very fa- that's very favorable. Hell no, I ain't doing. I'm it. taking. You think I've been drinking? I ain't I'm drinking taking... as much as you think I am. I ain't that damn dumb. I don't know who's gonna I'm, be first okay. overall. Maybe it's somebody that just drafted a quarterback in the last two years. All right, so. NFL, right. you know it's going to be quarterback heavy. Yeah, you already know. Depends on who got that spot. DJ Stroud, Bryce Young are going to be there. But don't tell the hundred proofers out there. Just come real, man. Don't be telling them that a defensive end's going number one overall number next year just because that's your fan of that team you like. Well, a defensive end went number one this year because there's no quarterback. Well, yeah, I don't think that's going to be the situation it. next year. I don't think he's going number one. Exactly. So you don't want to so take I'm that bet. Fair enough. I wouldn't take it either, sir. I would take it if you gave me some odds. I'll give you 1.2 on to 1. QB heavy, on a QB heavy year. I'll give you 1.25 to 1. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyhow, he's not serious. And then uh, on the other end, 
uh, Dallas Dallas Turner. But honestly, when Nick Saban says you're unblockable, Will Anderson is the goat. He will be stupid crazy Dude, this we're year. Still in Alabama? Oh yeah, still on. I didn't even do this for Florida State, man. Well, that's your fault. Law, go Long ahead. Time. I will. I will cut to the end. Our secondaries are sick. Uh, <laughs> Kool Aid McKinnon, <laughs> Eli Rick, Ricks. Uh, Playoffs. Uh, and and I think the unsung hero this year that you're going to start becoming a house name is Terry on Arnold. Who came from Tallahassee, uh, Lincoln High School. So yeah, we're gonna be solid stacked on defense, and this is the most talent Alabama in quite some time. All around team, dude. It's a time just for some offensive linemen. That's I it. hate to, I hate to interrupt your Alabama. That was it. I was I, solo I was, circle jerk, but our league champion is in the chat. What's up, York Fryer? He's out here hanging out, man. We did conference expansion, dude. We did risk. We played a whole game. I hope you rewind and check it out. I love to hear your your opinions. If you're new to the chat, hey, don't worry, man. I want you to hear. I want. I want to hear how you say the SEC and Big Ten should take on. Who should they expand with? What behooves most com- each conference the most, man? Tell us what is happening. Uh, all right, I'll put your SEC back up there. Tell me about the tell me about the rest of the West and the East and all that. All right. So about the same amount of time, Arkansas, they finished nine and four last year. And they have great things going for them. Uh I think their linebackers are really, really solid. Uh they got Drew Sanders, a uh, transfer from Alabama. And then uh my favorite name in the league, Bumper Pool. Uh <laughs> He's a solid linebacker, and they're going to have some good stuff going. Uh, I went out a little bit over my skis on this. Mississippi State, they have... uh, Yeah. Yeah, I I went way out of my skis on this one. Uh, But, however, I put them on number three. Now you got number four. Oh, number four? You got A&M ahead of them, man. Oh, yeah. So, A&M. So, I'm not that far out of my skis. You're far A&M. out of something, man. You don't even know what, what's okay, going so on. Okay, so this is my thing with A&M. DJ Durkin, great defensive coach. Uh, he's They're going to probably be solid on defense. The only question for A&M is who's their quarterback going to be this year. Uh, my guy is going to be Max Johnson. I think he's Brad Johnson's son. He played for LSU last year. Uh, his touchdown to uh, interception – was 27 to six. And I think with Jimbo Fisher, that can even probably be boosted, which is kind of crazy. Fun story. I have an uh, autographed football by Brad Johnson. I was working at Gordo's for a month and Brad Johnson came in and I had a football in the car cause we were passing around cause it was spring break at Florida state and nothing was happening. So we were slow. And then Brad Johnson came in. So I had him autograph that football. It was still in my house. He was a super bowl champion quarterback at that moment. So Big fun bad Brad Johnson Brad. story. Yeah, big bad Brad. That's it. Um Going to the so, East. Yeah. So I like uh after Texas AM, I like uh, Mississippi State. Uh they just need more cowbell. But I think they they actually have a pretty uh solid team. I like Mike Leach. Uh, it's a veteran team, so he better win while he can. 
And then I have uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, uh, they got transfers I'd like to talk about. Zach Evans, he's a TCU running back transfer. He's going to be dynamite this year. I think Kiffin's going to really use him. Use him uh, in Jackson Dart, USC, uh, quarterback. I, we'll, we'll see what Kiffin can do with him. Um, and then I got LSU. What a shit show. Got him way like. down got, there, man. I know. No love for it's the funny. Tigers. Uh, Brian Kelly. But the, the November schedule goes Bama, Arkansas, who I think Arkansas is going to be super legit. And then I think they play UAB, which is a cupcake, Ooh. but not. I mean, I think they're going to be, you know, bull bound. And then Texas A&M, so, so Bama, Arkansas, Texas A&M in the month of November, that is crazy schedule. I don't think they can survive. Uh, Auburn is last. I put LOL when I did this. Brian hate Harson. I mean, he should have been probably fired in the off season because that team's not coherent. Uh, he got a lot of. I guess beef and stuff. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of like in, internal, but man, there there's some shit that's happening in Auburn, and I'm just laughing. He'll be gone. He's a good coach, but he's not an Auburn fit. Real good coach. Real good coach. Ah, right, the East. That was forever, man. Tell me about the East. Oh, well, that was Alabama. Tell me about the East. You're rushing me. You're, you're rushing me, man. This is a yeah. Podcast. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get Taking through this motherfucker. We are an hour and 20 minutes in. And then y'all texting while, while I'm trying to talk. <laughs> so the East, you got to have Georgia. Got to have Georgia, uh, right? You're, you're, you're number one until you're you're defeated. And with their strength of schedule, they ain't going to be defeated until the SEC champion. You heard it first. They do play Clemson. Okay. Uh, Stetson <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just not super sold on him. I, he still makes mistakes. We'll see what he can on the mailman. But I will tell you, Brock Bowers is the next Gronkowski. This guy is mm. a beast tight end. He has soft hands. He can block. Great route running. Um, and then my kind of New England Patriots thing that they can move Eric Gilbert in, from a re- receiver to a tight end. Uh, he could be the uh, Aaron Hernandez, as long as he doesn't shoot anybody. Uh, but they can be the New England Patriots of the old, which is stupid scary. The only thing about Georgia, they lost uh, the two running backs, Zamir White, James Cook, Book, both five-star. Uh, they're out. So McIntosh and Milton's gonna have to step up to fill that void. Their defense should be good. So Georgia's undefeated until they play Alabama. Uh, number two, Tennessee. Uh, Hooker, as far as the quarterback, he was sixty-eight percent passing completion, thirty-one to three touchdown to interception ratio. That is stupid crazy. He wasn't even starting quarterback at the beginning of the season, so. If you gave him some time, wish him well. Uh, Jabari Small, the running back, and then Tillman, receiver. That offense could be really fun to see. And maybe the Georgia, a little bit of 
of a game. Maybe they can make the upset, but I don't. I, I see their defense lacking. Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky finished ten and three last year. I think that's probably the high watermark. But Will Levis, the quarterback, kind of is going to be on him because I think uh, Chris Rodriguez, the running back, he is a great running back for Kansas or for Kentucky. But uh, uh, I think he's going through some like suspension or some stuff. It might be a poor game, but he's he's a thousand yard back all day long. Uh, Florida. It's going to ride on uh, Anthony Richardson as quarterback, but Billy Napier, the coach, it it is his team. He's always made the conference championship at the Raging Cajuns. Uh, he sent two NFL players in, in the draft last year. Uh, I mean, the I think he's a great coach. He's solid. Florida is going to have a tough time this year, but – they're they're in good hands, in my opinion. Uh, South Carolina, uh, Shane Be- Shane Beamer's team, Spencer Rattler. I think there's a lot of like optimism being South Carolina, and you actually got like a five star recruit through via trade. But I don't like Spencer Rattler, <laughs> so screw that guy. Uh, <laughs> Missouri six and seven last year, uh, made it to a bowl. They they got a really tough schedule this year. Uh, I don't think they get to six wins, maybe five wins. Uh, that's what I think about Missouri. And Bandy, you got baseball, man. Uh, when I tried to do a research briefly on Bandy, the first thing that came up was baseball, and I was like, sold. So you got baseball, but this is a football podcast. Cheers. Dude, I'm down with it, man. I was pretty thorough. Might have been been more like i'm like leaning back i'm chilling might have been more thorough than i was even expecting man because i'm not gonna be as thorough man let me pull up my sec ratings fuck all this shit hey jay mills that i say florida gonna finish ahead of tennessee and kentucky napier brought in much needed talent and depth on the line and registered is predicted to be a top 10 pick in the 2023 draft well good lord Maybe I'll start with the East. I don't know because I got Florida number three, man. I think Richardson's all right. I, I actually have Florida ahead of Kentucky because of Richardson. I think he's better than uh, uh, people might give him credit for. I think he is the best chance for the Florida offense to uh, put up points and be explosive. I'm, thar- I'm starting in a weird place in the list, I understand. But that was the, the comment. That was a segue. So I have Florida ahead of where Adam has them. But I, I do like what Hypo's doing at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where the coaching outweighs the Jimmys and the Joes. It's very rare, but I think it's like a, you know, uh, what's, what's your offensive coordinator in Dallas? What's his name? Um, Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator. Wasn't it Kalen? Uh, oh, what's his name? You let me struggle. That's fine. I know. I am. Yeah. All right. Well, either way, sometimes your scheme can uh, outdo what your players do and make you look better than possible. So I have Florida at third in the Southeastern East, man. But at first in the Southeastern East, I have Georgia. Yeah, they lost some players, man, but they still got Stetson Bennett. Uh, They do have a lot to replace, but 
when they've been recruiting and buying players, like they be buying them, man. Like, hey, they're there. They're paid to do a job there, and they will continue to do it. Like I said, I got Tennessee second. I like what uh, Josh Heupel's doing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, I think, is just too talented. Kentucky, look, Kentucky, Mark Stoops is doing the most with the least of anybody in the SEC East, I would say. I mean, Kentucky will never have a top 10 recruiting class, much less top five or top three like Georgia has. But, damn, they show up and play and they beat everybody. So, there is that. I mean, look, offensive coordinator is gone. Mark Stoops is still there. He's doing a great job. But, uh, you know, they lost lost their, uh, what, best uh, wide receiver. So, Will Levis is going to do a good job at QB. He's going to hang him in there. But I just think that recruiting matters too much. And the three teams I have above Kentucky have recruited at a higher clip. So I think that will bear out on the field. Uh, if you're beyond that in the SEC East, you're not worth my time to talk about. Going to the SEC West, well, I got Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU, and Arkansas. All right. Let me tell you about it, man. Alabama, hey, they got Bryce Young coming back. Defending Heisman Trophy. Hey, that can come to his head. But, hey, I like – you got to love Alabama, man. You got to love a coach that would brag before last season that his quarterback's making a million dollars in NIL deals. And then as soon as recruiting season's over, starts complaining because somebody else paid more for recruits than they did. You got to love that shit, man. Like, it, it's some bullshit. Like, Saban been paying everybody for years with Dodge cars and everything else. And all of a sudden... A&M out recruits them and whatever else and that's where it goes so uh, yeah F them man but you know they got the most talent right now they just got the running back from Georgia Tech and they got the uh, receiver from Georgia who beat him in the national championship he's like okay now I'm gonna come to y'all and win a national championship so that helps out a lot A&M's right there man if A&M didn't have QB issues hey they beat Bama last year but they got QB issues. I think Jimbo Fisher's one of the best coaches in the game. I'm a big fan of him. I wish Florida State still had him. That's neither here nor there. LSU, this is a different spot than uh, my co-host has them. I think they – I have them there for recruiting. I think Brian Kelly – I don't think Brian Kelly is a top-tier coach. I think he is the next tier down, which will win you a lot of games consistently, and some years the dominoes will fall, right? And you'll, you know, you'll end up better than um, than you have some other years. But uh, mainly, I, I got Bama A&M LSU. That Florida State LSU game is going to be big to first uh, to start the year. But uh, other than that, you know, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, that'll, you know, that can that can end any way it wants to, and it won't matter at all. It won't matter at all. So I don't like spending a lot of time on things that don't matter. So that's where I got the SEC at, man. I'm more in line with Jay Mills on Florida than I think my co-host is. But other than that, a bunch of bullshit, man. bunch of bullshit. This is what the, the new pro league has looked like 
until the new pro league starts, man. So this is what it's going to look like, paying players and all that kind of stuff. Now they're start actually starting to uh, be able to admit out loud what they're getting paid, and that's fine. And so now Bama's mad about it. I'll I'll make a an even bet with you. Arkansas finishes above A and M. Huh? Oh, fifty dollars. Fifty. In the vault, baby. Oh. Put it in the vault. Arkansas will not finish to get ahead of A and M. I like that bet. That's a good middle tier SEC West bet. Uh huh. I like that, man. So put it on the board. It's been done. Man, what do y'all think? I'm putting up the big map at the end one more time. There it is. The Super Conference map. The SEC versus Fox Super Conference map. According to the game of risk we just played, this is where we think it's going to end up, man. It's it's crazy to think about. And regardless of which side you're on, you got something to hang your hat on. Uh... SC's, I mean, ESPN might look a little constrained regionally, but pfft, rabid fan base and viewership. Yeah. I mean, I think once they see empty stadiums, it's, it's a now, shit I don't show. think this empty stadium is going to be a, a narrative anymore, man. So, like, immediately on the Florida State boards and everything else, you're like, oh, you want to you want to get, you know, Auburn's, Arkansas's, LSU's, Bama's, Tennessee's, South Carolina's, everybody coming to Doak. Oh, we all show them to see that, you know what I mean? That's true, and I'm down with it. But you also get Ohio State, you get Oregon, Washington, Southern Cal, UCLA. You get these teams coming out. They'll show up for that too. They won't bring their own for people. A season, maybe, maybe. But this is a new league and a new 20 year model. You know what I mean? Like uh, some, a lot of us folks listening to this won't outlive this model. When it comes in, this will be like the way football is until you die. So, like, I don't know, man. It's interesting to think about. For sure, as a Florida State fan, the best thing is for us to be in the SEC, for sure, for putting asses in the seats and who you want to play on a week-in, week-out basis. But money-wise, the Big Ten, I think, is in the catbird seat will offer the most money. I think their TV deal in the end will be the most lucrative. You could even see it. I mean, I'll put it one more time. I got this graphic up. Maybe ESPN says, you know what? I know we've been all SEC this whole time, but damn, the Big Ten has got all these markets. Maybe we'll outbid Fox. We'll go. We'll take the Big Ten over, and the Big Ten could take Fox over. You never know, man, because when you look at that map, it seems obvious what the big money-making conference would be to me. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got the West Coast. That that's that's your bread and butter right there. But there, but then you got your traditional. My map doesn't look as big, but we still have the same amount of schools. I just went with what's going to put butts in the seats and that people are going to want to tune in. It's almost like when COVID hit and they tried to do that. Uh, Stadium noise and shit. It's still the oh, same. It's yeah, not oh, trying to like. It's gonna. It's gonna be like. Ugh. Oh my god! Like this is lame. It, there's a there's a tier and a hierarchy though, of revenue. Okay, your first hierarchy above everything else is 
TV revenue. They want Tennessee fans throwing golf balls at Lane Kiffin. For sure. They want Lane Kiffin oh, great. throwing popcorn and like that that's what makes college football. I'm down with that. But time out. There's a revenue beyond ass in the seats, and that's apparel and all that stuff. Like if you make the money on a apparel and fucking TV revenue, ass in the seats goes down. Like and to be clear, that's one of my least favorite things. Let me get all on the camera. One of my least favorite things about college football is how stadiums are downsizing. Alabama, who's won, what, five national championships in the last seven, eight years, is downsizing their stadium. That is fucking crazy to me. That is fucking stupid. And there's nothing like, you can see the game better on TV. You can take a dump on the break. You can do whatever you want. And it's a nice little experience in your house. Nothing like being there and the energy and the crowd and yelling your ass off and affecting the game because the crowd noise was good and gave you a home field advantage that day. I'm prepared when I watch a game. I sit on my shit bucket. I don't miss shit. You gonna let me borrow it when I come for the for the fantasy draft? Yes. <laughs> All right. I have I have a co-host shit bucket. <laughs> Dude, it's been a great episode, man. Loving looking at how conferences are going to expand, what their potentials are. I think I'm a better commissioner than you. Uh, we'll know for sure if one of these uh, conferences comes to calling and taking us away from this podcast. But it, unless that happens, we will be here for you every week, baby. 100 proof football trying to make you some motherfucking money. money. That's what we're going to do when the season starts, man. We're going to beat Vegas, let you know what's going on. But this has been the conclusion of our college segment, man. We're a big college fans. We follow recruiting a lot. So uh, don't let that sleep on you, man. When we make our our pro bets and a lot of this stuff, it's because we've known these players since high school a lot of times. So just let you know where we're coming from when we're in the full regular season swing but other than that don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media instagram and twitter at 100 proof fb you can email us at contact at 100 proof football and we're always on youtube and twitter sometimes at 100 proof football on both of those channels so from the rocky mountains of utah down to the panhandle of florida this is 100 proof football coming at you next time it's fantasy football season, baby! Yeah, how much do you have left? What? Of what? Of whatever you're drinking. Oh, Let's much? just finish it. Let's do eight. Cheers, baby. Let's... The, la- the last part here's is the 69. Hey, here's to the end of our college football segment. That was almost straight look up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And big shout out one more time. I'm putting him against the screen. Jay Mills. That's 69. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Do you have a merch site? Big shout out for Jay Mills. We'll get a merch site before the season's going for Jay Mills. Much love out there. Hey, may your liver stay strong and dicks point high. And other than that, we're going to get out of here. See you next time. Fantasy football. We're starting our mock draft. If you want to join in our mock draft lobby, we're going to do a random site. 
Random mock draft. Nothing planned. We might be on NSL, might be on ESPN, might be on Underdog. I hear they're getting a lot of clout. Y'all let us know where we should be. Let us know what uh, you'd like to see us in. And we're going to go to a random mock draft and do it live next episode to start and kickstart our fantasy football segment of the offseason, man. So, once again, from the Hunter Proof Mafia out there, thank you so much for being here. From the Rocky Mountains of Utah down to the Panhandle, Florida. This is 100 Proof Football. My name is Paul Blackler. Or your co-host, Adam Pope. We out! That was pretty f- classic. Hey, golf, huh? All right, here, bitches!